Hello, good morning, evening, or maybe middle of the night. Whatever time it is, or the number of coffees you've had, absolutely zero judgment here. Welcome to The Sleep Mums. I'm Kat Cuby. I'm a TV presenter, broadcaster, and sleep super fan. And this is Sarah Carpenter, pediatric sleep expert, consultant, and caffeine addict. <laughs> Together, we are The Sleep Mums. Bed! Get back to bed! I'm really glad that was your dog that you were talking to, not a child. (laughs) How many coffees have you had today? I haven't because all the takeaways are shut here. Oh, this is going to be a terrible episode then. (laughs) I am running on zero caffeine at the moment. Ah. Oh dear. Be afraid, listeners. Be very afraid. (laughs) (laughs) This week's podcast is about pregnancy sleep. As soon as you get pregnant, people start telling you how little sleep you're going to get once the baby is here. They clearly haven't heard of the sleep mums, of course. But in the meantime, you're pregnant and 100% cannot sleep. What's with that? Pregnancy insomnia is unfortunately really, really, really common. At a time when you want to be banking sleep more than ever, it's a nightmare that Kip seems to be so elusive. Now, we care about all parents getting better sleep, and that includes mamas-to-be. So in this episode, we'll chat through the main reasons you can't sleep and what you can do about them that might help. First up, let's talk about why you can't sleep when you're pregnant. Between your party all-night hormones, a bladder that feels the size of a guinea pig, 18 pee breaks, and a souped-up body thermostat, you can suffer from insomnia pretty much at any stage of pregnancy and find yourself pacing the floor late at night as you probably thought you'd do with a newborn. Logistics definitely play a part. I mean, once your bump gets bigger, it can be really hard to get comfortable at all, let alone get in or out of bed. But that's not all of it. Oh, I mean, pregnancy sleep is rubbish. There's just no two ways about it. You finally get comfy and then baby has a wriggle and that's it. You're all out of whack again. So... The main thing to remember is it's super important to try and get sleep. You know, we talk about how important it is for babies and children, but it is for you as well, especially during pregnancy. Your body needs it to reset, repair and just generally rest. So even if you are struggling to sleep, it's important just to stay chilling and try and, you know, just relax. Don't jump back up and start doing things. Just really take the time to switch off if you can. It also keeps your immune system healthy and remember that is suppressed um, already to support your pregnancy. So again, it is important to try and balance it out. Obviously, we're both super passionate about sleep for several reasons and um, try to get as much of it as possible, but that doesn't always happen. Yeah, it's funny, obviously, when we talk about baby arriving in those first few weeks, we talk about that kind of jet lag that they often have because their most active time is at night, which 100% explains why you have not been able to sleep for your entire pregnancy. Yeah. And, you know, the baby gets active at night because that's when you are lying down and trying to rest. So it doesn't have that movement and the noise going on around it to lull him or her off to sleep. So, yeah, as soon as you're trying to get rest and relax, they think it's party time. Which is like the baptism of fire of parenthood. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty much. And also, there's that weird thing about nesting. So as well as kind of anxiety going, you can feel like you want to leap out of bed and like, I don't know, 
go and clean your cupboards. I actually didn't have very much of that. <laughs> I think my husband maybe wishes I had, but I, you know, you can feel like there's so much to do that you're like, I'm just going to get up and do it. But actually, you really have to prioritize getting some some rest. Definitely. It is so easy to think that everything else is the most important thing, but actually sleep and rest really is. So we're going to talk through some of the big sleep bugbears and what might help. So our second thing is heartburn. When I, well, before I knew I was pregnant, I actually went to the doctor and I was getting really bad heartburn. And she said, do you think you might be pregnant? And I was like, no, don't be ridiculous. And then two weeks later, I went back and I was like, yeah, I'm I'm totally pregnant. (laughs) So actually heartburn was the very first thing that told me I was pregnant. I had it very bad with my daughter, but not so much with Roar. So Sarah, what are some of the things, because this affects so many pregnant women, what are some of the things you can do for heartburn? I mean, I got it so badly with all three of mine that Gaviscon became my best friend and I literally was just carrying around the giant bottles <laughs> and drinking it straight from the bottle. It was ridiculous. But the main thing that I found at night to help was actually just piling pillows up behind me. So I was almost sitting up towards the end of the pregnancy, but just had like a sort of nest of pillows around me that I could kind of snuggle into in an almost sitting position and that definitely alleviated it a little bit so I would say grab yourself some extra comfortable pillows and get propped up as high as you can. So my heartburn medication of choice was omeprazole that was a lifesaver it was for me it was the only thing that worked like Gaviscon didn't even touch the sides (laughs) and but pregnancy pillows amazing I mean in fact that you know there are some things and there are lots of things that are wonderful about pregnancy feeling your baby kick for the first time you know getting weird cravings and indulging in them and pregnancy pillows Um, and that is something that I've actually held on to so I was the last time I was pregnant was what three and a half years ago and I still basically have a pillow that wedges in between me and my husband he calls it the pillow barrier um, but I just, I love it. I'm very attached to <laughs> pregnancy pillow. But it's it's such uh, an important part, I think, of trying to get comfortable, particularly if you're experiencing heartburn. So you can basically put pillows everywhere. I call them a pillow castle. You know, whether you're putting them in between your legs, behind your back, you get those amazing full body wedge pillows that I'm very much attached to. And um you can, some people even talk about sleeping in chairs and things. I, I I couldn't do that. I'm very much, I need to be in my pajamas and be in bed to get sleep, which is an issue for naps. But um, yeah, lots of people I know slept like in armchairs during pregnancy to help out. Yeah, definitely. I know a lot of people that end up just sitting upright in a chair to really try and suppress the pain. If you're a pregnant prepare to fall in love and get intimate with the softest and most supportive bed partner you have ever had. (laughs) And the other thing to think about as well is timing your eating. So try not to eat anything too heavy right before bed and have your, if you can, then switch it up and have your main meal at lunchtime and then a lighter meal in the evening. But think about eating kind of two hours before you go to bed, which can be a massive issue because you do obviously get hungry. I mean, I remember, actually remember being at your house when I was eight months pregnant and having to eat fruit in the middle of the night 
just because I was starving and then obviously you sit back down or like not because we didn't feed you or anything (laughs) no of course not but then you you lie back down and suddenly you get heartburn again because you're eating in the middle of the night so it's a double-edged sword with the food but do try and just think about the things that you'd eaten I totally had that I was always starving at like five six o'clock at night and so I I just sort of ended up saying to Ollie I was like I need to eat my dinner then I know it might not be appropriate for you but I'm having my dinner then aside from the fact I'm starving it also helps with the heartburn when I go to bed because it's just that I guess if you've filled your tummy up and you then go and lie down you've not really digested it properly and then you've got baby and you know it's just so uncomfortable and I, I guess as well along with trying to think about what you're eating before going to bed you should probably try and not drink too much before you go to bed. Whilst, of course, drinking lots. Uh, well, I was very thirsty when I was pregnant too. Mm-hmm. But if you drink too much, you end up peeing like a racehorse through the night. And you kind of want to curb how much you drink. Otherwise, you'll be up in the wee small hours. Oh. What you drink as well. You know, if you are going to have a drink, try and make it water. There's nothing worse than fizzy drinks or um caffeinated drinks for heartburn you know it just triggers although weirdly that was one of my cravings oh really yeah so I don't know if that did exacerbate my heartburn but I was like I tried to find the healthiest fizzy drinks I could find because I was just (laughs) desperate for the fizz I don't know I don't know why yeah no I couldn't stomach fizz at all any good cravings though uh mm, no I don't think I did um, mackerel was my craving with Alfie. <laughs> yeah, I ate mackerel every single day with Alfie. Wow. Yeah, no, I was kind of disappointed. I didn't, I really wanted to be sitting there eating chips and ice cream or something. We were sold a lie. <laughs> so our next reason that might be keeping you up at night is congestion. And for a change, it's not your partner's. I was so congested with my son that I felt like I had like a head cold for nine months. And I found that sleeping with a nasal strip on, the kind that are meant for snoring, really, really helped. They are definitely not sexy, but I guess if you're struggling to sleep, a good night's kip is probably the sexiest thing on the planet. <laughs> that pillow castle can help here as well, keeping you more upright. What are some of the other things that can help with congestion? So I would always recommend having a humidifier in the room. Um, and if you don't have an actual humidifier, then just a bowl of water near the radiator makes all the difference. I used to have albus oil on a, a muslin, <laughs> you know, get your muslins when you're pregnant. <laughs> um, and I just used to drop a few drops on that and have it somewhere, not right up against my face, but just somewhere in the vicinity so that you were sort of smelling it hot or hot as you can shower before you go to bed just to try and clear or a bath you know those two things just to try and clear some of the congestion before you actually go to bed those are really really good tips sometimes you can get a headache that goes along with that because like I said that the congestion then kind of makes you feel like you've got a cold and I find that some of those because you don't want to take too many like drugs in pregnancy um, I find those forehead strips the cooling One's really good either on my forehead or in the back of my neck and they're they, they're kind of mentally as well. The other thing you can use, which is safe to use in pregnancy, is, is the salt sprays. So you actually get these really good, I think they're called Sterimar. They're like a kind of, it's not an aerosol because that's obviously not good for you or the environment, but it's it's um, a kind of 
a bit of a pressure wash, but they're actually for babies. I think you can get adult ones too, but I chose to use the baby ones because I thought maybe they were safer in pregnancy. And you kind of scoosh it up your nose and it's literally like salt water and it, it really helps as well. So our next unwelcome pregnancy bedfellow is restless leg, something that's totally different from itchy feet. It's most likely to be a pain from your third trimester and I've heard some mamas say it sort of feels like spiders or creepy crawlies going up your legs. It can also jolt you awake at night. I think it's a really horrible feeling so definitely tell your midwife if you're experiencing it. I never had it myself. Did did you experience it Sarah? It is horrific. I actually still get it. It's hereditary. My dad gets it really badly. So yeah, it is an issue for us. But during pregnancy, it just went through the roof. So I would have um, pillows under my knees to try and lift my legs into a sort of V shape. And that would help slightly. And then hot water bottles on my calves. So you know I had to get it right in the right spot have these big hot water bottles kind of wrapped around my legs if you can take magnesium then that does really help with it but you obviously have to check with your um, midwife or doctor if you're allowed to take that magnesium baths are really good as well like I find that in pregnancy because they're quite good for balancing hormones but obviously you want to be a wee bit careful with how much you're using Yep, exactly. You just have to double check. But it can be, um, the restless legs can be really connected to your iron levels. So if you are experiencing really bad restless legs, it is important to mention it and get your iron tested because it can, you know, it it can mean you're really quite anemic if you're getting restless legs all the time. And a a lot of women are are in in pregnancy, Mm -hmm. you know, you do need that iron top up. We actually hadn't put this into our notes of what we were going to talk about, but it sort of actually seems to make sense. Now, I didn't get restless leg, but I did get really bad carpal tunnel that was worse at night. So I basically did what you're talking about with your legs, but with my wrists. So I had to kind of prop them up with pillows and I wore splints Mm -hmm. and I, I suffered from it really badly. So again, like restless leg, you know, talk to your midwife, magnesium can help as well. And actually, you know, you're talking about hot and cold compresses on your calves basically that also works on your wrists and there's some there's certain exercises Mm -hmm. you can do which I'm sure is the same for restless leg as well yeah it's miserable because it is just such a weird feeling I think Mm -hmm. oh it's horrible it does the description saying it's like spiders crawling through your legs that is what it's like and you just can't shake it um, you know getting up and sort of walking around does help a little bit as well but then it's that frustration of trying to sleep and having to get up to go for a walk to then get back into bed I think I did like some crazy stuff you know on the nights that I wasn't working I was actually out at kind of two three o'clock in the morning for a proper outdoor walk just because it, it was driving me insane not taking your own advice and getting some yeah. rest <laughs> exactly <laughs> And finally, and perhaps unsurprisingly, the last thing that might be keeping you up is worry. Having a baby can be super stressful. If it's your first pregnancy, you might not know what to expect of your body, the birth or having a newborn that can be scary. And if you've been pregnant before, there is so much that might be causing you anxiety from past trauma to other children. So Sarah, talk to me about anxiety in pregnancy. 
Yeah, anxiety and pregnancy is really, you know, it's very real and it can be, like you say, it can be anything, but all sorts of sort of outside factors can influence that anxiety. So if you're already starting to worry about the birth or, you know, if you've got worries about once the baby's here, it can all just build up during the pregnancy and leave you feeling like you're just, you know, getting into bed at night and as soon as the room's dark, all your worries are kind of enveloping you and preventing you from sleeping so it is really important to try rather than sort of focusing on them there can be a lot of anxiety around you know how you're feeling and you know people you can feel a bit of pressure as well because there will be people that will be like oh you've got to get your sleep now and in some ways the more you think about how much you need sleep the more stressful it can be and you know I know people are trying to be helpful but quite often the things they can say can really affect you when you're pregnant and feeling anxious yep definitely and it can be you know such well-meaning comments but they can just be taken so out of context when you're pregnant and worrying anyway I remember I must have been about six months pregnant and my mum said you know I you're so big just now I don't know how on earth you're going to make it to the end and I know she was just making a throwaway comment but I was so anxious about that and actually did come about early but I was massive and what she said really worried me I think you know and it probably did keep me up at night as well and so it's hard to kind of filter it I guess it's a bit of a that's a bit of a baptism of fire of what actual parenthood is like as well with people passing comment and things but it's hard to put those things to bed whilst you're going to bed when you're anxious about other things too yep it definitely is but it's important to try There are a number of things that can help you when you're feeling a bit anxious in pregnancy and they're actually remarkably similar to the things we would suggest helping you once your baby arrives. Absolutely it's all about creating a positive environment and a good relaxing bedtime routine so you know I would say try and after you've had your dinner have a little bit of a chance to relax and then go and have a bath and try to sort of limit your screen time don't get hung up on scrolling through Facebook, try and avoid that. Listen to some gentle music or a podcast or some meditation. And then just think about your environment in your bedroom as well. So make sure that it's not too hot. You're already going to be overheating because of your pregnancy. So the last thing you want is to have a really hot bedroom and just make sure you've got everything to hand. So once you've gone upstairs, you've got your stuff into your bedroom you don't want to be going back down to get extra pillows or get a snack or get whatever else you need so just try and think ahead so that it's all up there and you're organized talking about reading books or listening to something it's also probably worth thinking about uh, you, you know you don't need to listen to pregnancy or baby stuff all the time like sometimes you need a bit of a rest from thinking about it like Every night when I was pregnant with my son, I would have a bath and listen to the podcast. My dad wrote a porno and I would just laugh. And it was such a nice break in my mind of worrying about everything. So, you know, it's important to focus on other stuff as well, if you can, before going to bed, almost like kind of switching your brain off. Definitely. It's really important to be able to do that. You mentioned meditating. And another thing that can help is mindfulness. I know we might be the 80 billionth person to suggest that meditating might be good for you. And it 100% does not work for everyone. I was quite skeptical of mindfulness and those kind of apps before pregnancy, but I did find it helped so much with sleep. 
there's a few free ones on the app store. I like this one that's like the Scottish guy who has a one I think that's called Positive Pregnancy that I must have listened to every single night when I was pregnant. It's a bit weird, but you know, whatever floats your boat, uh, it's going to be different for different people. And it is definitely not right for everyone. But if you're sleeping as little as I did when I was at the Duff, then it's probably worth trying anything. Did it work for you? No, unfortunately not. I just couldn't focus on it and I would just end up going off on a tangent with my thoughts and get more anxious. So no, that wasn't the thing that worked for me. So yeah, it's not going to work for everyone. The other thing that I used quite a lot was, I guess, aromatherapy, although I didn't really think about it like that. I'm clearly a closet hippie though. (laughs) I used a lavender pillow spray uh, when I was listening to those mindfulness tracks. And I actually used both of them in labor as well, sort of to remind me of a safe space of being in my own bed. And I found it helped me feel more grounded. Um, It was this really nice, can't remember what it's called. It's like a, a sort of fancy... Uh, lavender pillow spray you get in boots I'm sure there's lots available (laughs) yeah and it's important as well to not just lie there if you are you know feeling anxious and miserable and uncomfortable and being in bed is just making it worse then get up you know go and do something even if it means just going into another room and um, you know having a snack or something or just put light back on and read a book for a little while but don't you know it's that horrible the more you try and sleep the less you actually can get to sleep so try and avoid getting into that cycle and I would say also 100% trust Sarah because she is basically an insomniac for a living (laughs) obviously worrying about not sleeping often just ensures you get less sleep and it can make you feel crap Every week we answer a listener's question because it's really important to us that we put our advice to practice in the real world. This week we have a question from Ava about pregnancy sleep. Hi Sarah and Kat. Um, I wondered whether you have any advice on um, bedtime routine for pregnant uh, women because after last time um, and having a very traumatic birth and a premature baby I've got quite a lot of anxiety that I think keeps me up and I've never been a good sleeper and now uh, getting heavily pregnant I'm um, definitely struggling with getting to sleep at night and wondered if you have any advice on um, things to do to um, to help with that um, and any guide on um, the dreaded heartburn that seems to kick in at night time as well um, And one other thing was whether there's anything to the um, the advice that you should sleep on one side rather than the other um, because it's better for baby, um, which given the leg cramps, I have to move around quite a lot at night. So um, sorry, lots in there, but I'm grateful for your advice. Thanks. So we've kind of talked about a lot of the things that she mentions it is a wee bit like pregnancy bingo <laughs> you know it's talking about heartburn she's talking about not quite restless legs but cramps talking about what her bedtime routine should look like and that is because I guess in pregnancy some people totally rock pregnancy they don't have any of these issues but a lot of people 
experience all of these things at some point during their pregnancy, which is why we really wanted to talk about them. So hopefully we've given her some pointers in terms of the other stuff we talked about. But what about um, the sleeping on your left hand side thing? Yeah, so the recommendation is that you sleep on your left-hand side and that's just to make sure that all the big organs have got the space that they need and the um, oxygen can flow properly to the heart and keep the circulation going. That is the recommendation, but obviously it's not comfortable for everyone and there will be times that you wake up in a different position and it's important not to panic about that. I actually became very anxious about the sleeping on the left-hand side thing. So if I find myself in any other position on my left-hand side, I was very worried about it. And now, you know, several years later, I actually still have that same thing that if I'm not on my left-hand side when I wake up, it's weird. I still worry about it (laughs) and I I find it hard to sleep in any other position. Uh, But as you say, you know, I think your body will let you know if you're, you know, if you'll, it will wake you up if you're not comfortable for you or for baby. So if you do wake up on your, your, your tummy or on your right hand side or on your back, try not to worry too much about it. I would say aim to go to sleep on your left hand side because that's kind of setting you up in the right way. But if you wake up in a different position, try not to get anxious about it for all the reasons that we've said. Yeah, definitely. And interestingly, talking about left-hand sides, that's also what you recommend for babies once they get old enough, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. So if you are going to put your baby to sleep on their side, then we would always say to do it on their left-hand side so that you're allowing everything just to flow in the right direction. And it can really... Digestion thing as well, isn't it? Yeah, it is. is. It's all about digestion and the way the bowels move. But it can really help if you've got a reflux baby or a baby with severe wind then having them on their left-hand side can really help with that. And if you've been given the advice from your consultant or doctor, you can do that from quite a young age. Otherwise, you would wait until they were a bit bigger. Amazing. Pregnancy sleep advice and baby sleep advice. I hope that helps, Ava, and I hope that you get some sleep soon. Um, I'd love to say it's going to happen when the baby arrives, but probably not. If you guys want to get in touch with us with a listener question, you can find us online on Facebook and Instagram or jump to our website and send us a wee email from there. So that's five things that will hopefully help you get more sleep before baby arrives. Pregnancy sleep is infuriating. You're often more tired than you've ever been before, and yet getting to sleep is harder than ever before. In that way, I guess it is a bit like a bit of a learning curve for having a new baby. You can still get some quality sleep though and now is definitely the time to prioritise it if you can. We hope this helped and if you're just starting your pregnancy journey there's loads of great Sleep Moms episodes to help you with sleep once your baby arrives. You can also find us on social media at The Sleep Mums on Facebook and Instagram and on our website thesleepmums.co.uk Thanks for listening and sleep soon.